Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. You can live a long, healthy life if you're HIV positive. With the current treatments, we can get patients down to being undetectable. The array of options is so much greater today. U equals U. Undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone who's HIV positive, they're taking their medication, they're undetectable, they're not able to pass HIV to their partners. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at doitforyoumc.org. Hey, Rush Nation, before we get to today's show, which is an absolute banger, trust me on this, I want to tell you about the Fantasy Football Playbook. Murph and I have been working really hard. Blood, sweat and tears have been pushed into our first publication. It's a book about fantasy football. Shock, this is a fantasy football podcast, but it's got strategy guides for all formats, rookie player profile reviews, Murph's PAS metric, which is exclusive to the podcast and the book. Head over to fiveyardrush.co.uk into the shop and go buy yourself the Fantasy Football Playbook. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. What's happening, Rush Nation? It's the end of the week. It's Friday. It's the first pod as a 35-year-old human being. Um, a lovely day. Birthday. Thank you, everyone, who sent out birthday wishes, birthday messages. It was all very, uh, very kind. And uh, a lovely birthday, despite being in lockdown. First one with my boy. So I can't really, uh, I can't really ask for more than that. It was, it was it was nice. So thanks, everyone, for sending me a message, uh, whoever did. Um as you can tell, there's no stocks because you got me doing the intro, but that's okay. I've got, a, I've got, as always, a, a great replacement for stocks, and got with me a, a really good friend, um, really good friend of mine who we've been talking about doing this for about a year, and even though we <laughs> we've met up since then, we've still not managed to do it, but but we have now. So I want to introduce you all. Most of you will know who he is, but for those of you that don't, he's the head honcho of the Full Ten Yards Podcast website 
but he's also uh, the person who really heads up and is, has the most passion for the Britball branch, uh, branch of the Full 10 Yards podcast. It's, it's Tim Monk. Tim, finally, welcome to Five Year Russian, your own uh, episode. We've had you on in a couple of bits and Christmas and everything, but it's nice to get you on for an elongated uh, podcast. Yeah, absolutely. It's a long, long time in the making, isn't it? I suppose, uh, I suppose the, the good thing out of all of it is, though, that my, my claim to fame is that I got to do your, your first podcast as a 35-year-old. So I suppose yeah, <laughs> that, that can go on my tombstone, can't it? Well, that's it. I mean, I save all the best guests for that. Last year, um, I remember my birthday last year, I was doing a pod. Um, stocks wasn't well. The wife had gone out. Um, and I was like, okay. Um, so I got Mark Schofield on. So, you know, you, you and Mark are forever entwined with the same, uh, the same legacy going forward, which is, which is it's pretty about, good. It's all about being the first one, Murph. It's all about being first. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just about being better than whoever was first. <laughs> so, um, and this topic's really interesting because, uh, you know, we're going to talk a lot about, about Britball, um, and a lot about the, the UK game itself. And, and I'm going to be truly honest here that I'm a little bit, uh, naive to the game um, I've only been to a game once um, I don't know too much about it so this is if nothing else a really good learning for me but I think there's a lot of interest a lot of things people should should learn but before we get into that let's just talk a little bit about you Tim um, in terms of how you've got into the game and, and talk about football and, and starting your podcast yeah so in terms of uh we talk about nfl as a whole i suppose i mean i first watched my first game in a university Roehampton university on a sunday night when i was at a pool tournament and uh, it was just on one of the tvs and then kind of just drew drew my eye uh, and then you know, the, you know as they say the rest is the rest is history i didn't have a, i didn't really support a team for a couple of years i got managed to get all my friends into it and uh, one of my close friends at the time he supported uh, the Dallas cowboys so i kind of joined him along for the ride for that and uh, i wouldn't have it any other way but um yeah, I mean, and then talking of Britball, um, you know, at the ripe old age of 31, 32, I decided to, to try and give it, a, give it a go, see what it was all about. You know, I wasn't really playing much sport at the time, but I was always I'm quite a lean, quite a quick, shifty kind of guy. So I thought I'd try, I'd go down and try out. And, you know, there was a team starting up. So it was, you know, kind of really in the early goings of, you know, meeting new people and I thought I'd go down try it out and kind of went from there played for for one or you know one and a half years nearly two years and then you know being 34 and 35 this year uh decided to <laughs> to hang up my ear uh, still fresh cleats hey it's 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 a shame you hung it up I was looking forward to, to hopefully getting to watch you play uh, but uh... I haven't got many fingers left Murph I'm not sure if my <laughs> my wife is, my fingers can take it anymore yeah, because you played wide receiver, didn't you? I did. Yeah, the amount of the amount of stubbed fingers, the amount of dislocated fingers I've got is uh, let's just say the ratio is not a great one. <laughs> so, what made you? What made you at thirty-one, thirty-two? What made you go? Do you know what? I'm just going to go play. What, what what sort of drove that? Uh, I, I just love the I love the game, and it's like obviously you watching it week in week out on on Sky or Game Pass and what, what have you. Um, you you just got to, you only live once, Murph, don't you? You got to go and try these things out and just see. You know, are you are you good enough to to play the game? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm hardly playing for Team GB or at the pinnacle of 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 the Britball scene, but you know, to to do something that you love watching and, and getting involved and meeting like like minded people, it was just a, it's just a great it's a great sport to get into and it's. A, it's a very welcoming family uh, in general and you get to meet some really good people. The coaches are so passionate about the game. You know, you can, you can play loads of different sports and see loads of different coaches, but I think American football, you get coaches that are that much more passionate about the game and love to watch people, um, you know, get their, make their skills and turn them into something that, that can go onto a football field. And I think that they, you know, part of that was, was kind of the draw. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. So, so what advice would you give to, to people that want to get into it or, 
want to, you know, start a pod or get involved in model trains or anything like that. So if you well, say so if you want to get into into the playing side, it's very it's so easy to to get involved in American football. It's actually probably not not well known that you know every team at some point generally at the, at the start of the year will do like rookie days you know and they're specifically designed for people that you know maybe that used to play rugby or are just people that like like running around or like to, like to pancake people and put people on the floor um you know generally january february time before the season starts you know they'll, they'll put rookie days on so you can learn the basics and you know so you can learn the art of the ta- of t- tackling you know keep yourself safe and and get you know, get accustomed to the game and just see if it's for you because the, the difference difference uh, between you know, American football and most other sports is, is is can you take a hit? You know, are you are you ready for that contact? And the rookie days and, and training sessions are really good insight into you know, you'll know quite quickly whether or not the the game the game is for you. Uh, in terms of in terms of the podcasting side, I mean, there's not a, a great deal of podcasts ar- around our game, which is a bit of a shame, really, because there are a lot of passionate people, uh, you know, coaches, players. And even fans. Uh, I mean, obviously, the X's and O's is obviously the big one that, that springs to mind. They do it. They do a great job. But um, you know, if you if you are even if it's just following a team or following a division, uh, you know, just just put your voice out there because there's a lot of people that um, you know our our Britball podcasts get a, a really good take up, and there's a lot of people that want to listen to the the, the Britball content. Um, so even if you don't feel that you can offer a lot you can still offer something that potentially that's not out there at the moment so don't be afraid just to get a mic on get a couple of coaches on to talk about a certain aspect of the game because it's transferable between you know if you watch nfl you can talk about what you know what you need out of a quarterback or you know what makes a good wide receiver it's all transferable from no matter what country that the game is played in so you know if you even if you, you follow the team a team that's maybe in the lower tiers that are looking aim for the pinnacle Premier League, follow just do something to follow that journey and you know just just get a mic get a headset of headphones and, and and ask a couple of people to come on because they're very very welcoming bunch yeah i i agree and you, you know you've had a lot on recently that, that we'll get to in a moment but i guess going back to one more thing how i mean how do you get into how do you get into it like in terms of with a team or or you know like how, how do you just sign up like how does it work yeah, so um, so generally, well, I say I can't speak for what might happen in the future. Obviously, the you know, lack of funds and coronavirus and the way things might be might be altered. But generally, you you get what when I when I first joined Dunfermline, uh, you got three three free practice sessions. So essentially, your rookie days, you could go and practice three times before you had to then go and you know sign sign up for a membership and a um, you know signed to be registered to the club and then to the league and pay your subs and that kind of stuff so um you have to register with with baffa and you have to obviously register with the team as well uh, just for insurance purposes but it's essentially you know it's as easy as contacting the team asking you know if they can come you can come down to a training session see if you like it and then you know get registered where you know the subs are generally around you know, 20 to 20 to 50 to 60 quid depending on what sport where if you're playing contact if you're playing flag football and kind of what uh, level of, of membership you you want so it's really is just you know getting your registration done and then and then the sky's the limit to be to be quite honest it's very very easy what what sort of skill levels required so uh if, you, if you're looking if you're looking at the top end obviously uh it's, it's all about conditioning you know are you a person that that hits the gym or that you know are you someone that can if you're a wide receiver can you do you have the stamina to hold out do you have the strength do you have um you know balance and uh, are you well conditioned to take the rigors of american football because it's not you know it's not a it's not a soft play sport is it um but generally for, for someone like me i say i started at the age of 31 32 i was generally fit you know i've got a history of playing football um 
know how to to you know, I keep myself in in condition. Obviously, I can't speak for that now, but <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, at, at the lower ends, you you just generally have to be you know, if you play a sport or if you're you know like say rugby or if you play football. Generally, you, you there's the, the beauty about the American football game is there's always going to be a position for you on a, on a roster or you know at, at some position no matter what shape or size you are um you know if you are an athletic person the chances are you're going to be like a quarterback or running back or wide receiver but if you're a bigger guy um who is more strength orientated you know somewhere something on the offensive line or defensive line you know it fits the game fits so many different shapes and sizes and even um different different types of conditioning and you mentioned uh bf bafa so so what is that and how do you how do you get involved? Hmm. So BAFA is a British, uh, British American, uh, British American football association. Um, yeah, again, you just, uh, they, there's loads of details on that website. Um, it's, let me just get it in front of me. I think it's British, British American football.org. Bear with me. Uh, yeah. British American football.org. You can find out how, you know, what it takes to, you know, what the forms you have to fill in, uh, you know, details even contacts to to do even if you want to be like a referee or a, or a coach as well so um it's all on there quite a lot with the american football game is it, it seems like it's a lot to get involved into but it's no different from signing up to like a football team and registering like a soccer team or or a rugby team um and say generally the the coaches and the, and the staff at the requisite and the different teams are going to give you the make it all easy for you essentially so you just have to fill in a, a bit of a, a bit of paper and, and and away you go see i this is all stuff i have absolutely no idea about which is mm. uh which is always useful um to know so i mean can you join any team or how, like, how does it work yeah yeah so essentially if if, if a team uh, obviously if you go down say if, if you're a rookie if you don't never tried out before you can just go down to a training session and you know say if, if it's for you then um yeah they're never really going to turn anyone away um such as the way the sport is at the moment um you know t- you can never have enough num- numbers on a, on a squad so yeah you, you, you can join anyone you want in terms of the Britball in the in terms of the Britball league uh uniball is a bit different obviously because that's that's obviously the winter league but you have to obviously part be part of a program on a and um have a certain amount of credits on your on your university uh, graduate undergraduate degree um but yeah in terms of Britball, if you've got a local team essentially you can just turn up go down do some training sign on a form and then you'll be registered essentially it's that easy and then who decides who gets uh, to like will you ever get to play for sure or like how does it work yeah well so it's, it's no different from any, some, any other team so you know obviously you, you train hard and in your um, depending on injuries or depending on your talent or, and how good you are and how much effort you're putting in the, the head coach or the coordinators would decide whether or not you go on the field and what position you play um, and how many and how many snaps you have essentially obviously if you're a wide receiver there's generally a rotation in the in the in the lower end of the of the of the league so you know say division ones division twos um, there's there's obviously there's appetite as well to play both sides of the ball so it just depends on you know team by team right positions of need there's obviously you, f- you feel some gaps I know I used to play with a guy who played tight ends did a bit of wide receiver but then it ended up becoming a tackle becoming a guard and then you know even taking some snaps at centre so um, gen- generally there's always going to be a spot for you to, to play somewhere uh, it just depends on how much how much you want to play to be to be quite honest. So have you ever had a situation where you've played with someone who just in all instance probably shouldn't be there or like Anything like that? No, because uh, well, I, I, I think in the in the lowest in the lower uh, leagues, 
uh, where yeah, they, sometimes some of the teams get criticised for just being just being there and turning up and playing, not really being interested in kind of bettering themselves, and it's just more about participation. But um, we're, we're at the stage in, in Britball where we kind of still have those two two worlds playing playing against each other. Obviously, the cream rises to the top to the top very quickly. Um, but I wouldn't I wouldn't say that no one doesn't belong to to play in in the NFL again because you can ha- take so many different shapes and sizes and, and fitness levels to to play a game. Uh, and even if you, you know you play a quarter or a half or even on a on a snap a snap count, um, yeah, if you can give your 100 percent and help the team get a couple of yards on a down or stop a stop the the, the offense if you're on defense to, to from getting a couple of yards for one snap then I, I think I think it's viewed as as a help to the team rather than uh than a hindrance I just think that's awesome I love the fact that you can just do that I think that's um is is really cool so I mean how many I, I guess this is what I don't know is it's sort of how it how it's all structured like how many mm. teams there are, are there different divisions like how how's it all kind of work so there's, there's lots of divisions, like I say, so it's gen, they're generally split north and south, generally to try and keep costs down. So you'll have, um, there's a couple of tiers. So you've got Premier, you've got Division 1, uh, Division 2. Uh, and then the lower down you get, you can get your, your, your Easts and your Wests as well and your Centrals. Um, but generally, you know, the hierarchy is a Premier North and the Premier South. You'll play, generally play about 10 games in the season. Um, divisions are kind of split to five or six teams. Um, if they play each team twice, home and away, uh, and then obviously the, the, the top teams will go into a playoff system, and then the, the playoffs uh, culminating in, in a Brit Bowl. So for each tier, so the Premiership, Division One, Division Two, you'll have a Brit Bowl where the North winner will, will play the South winner, and then you kind of go at it there. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's 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 there's not a lot of teams, but what when you when you look at divisions, you see a five or six team division, you kind of think, oh, like what well, kind of what's the point in playing? But considering you know the recuperation time you need, and you know this isn't the NFL where they, obviously they play every week, and you, you play a game every couple of weeks or so, you know you need those couple of weeks to to recuperate and you know kind of a bit of R and R so that you're ready to go again in a couple of weeks. And so when it comes to things like equipment, so I know if you were to join a team. In a different sport, you'd have to buy that equipment. You'd have to, yeah. um, you know, whether it's your boots or shin pads or whatever. Obviously, with American football or brick ball, there's a, there's a lot of additional costs. So how does that work? Do the team have equipment and it's shared equipment? Or is it a case if you go and buy your own? Is it a mixture? Like, I... Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one because a lot of teams will have it'll be a, bit, a lot of variance, a lot of discrepancy from, from team to team. Most teams try uh, and accommodate, you know, especially for, if, you're, if you're a rookie, um, what, what's kind of uh, suggested is when you do your rookie days that you know, or if you play for your first season you know the the equipment is supplied because it's not cheap equipment you know even a helmet is you're looking at 200 quid easily first straight off the bat it's not it's not a cheap sport to play and then obviously if you've got your pads you've got your, your cleats you've got um you know your girdles and um the pads for like your lowers on your trousers and, and, and all the rest of the bits that you want like gloves and and socks and they're kind of bespoke items so again they're not they're not cheap by by any means but generally teams will will give you a helmet will give you you know the basics uh to get to get you in to see if it's the game you like but then what tends to happen is people like their own like to buy their own equipment just so it's it's theirs and you're not sharing uh, and obviously you can get ones that are a bit more tailored to, to maybe your body whereas you know teams would generally have just different sizes of the same of the same product so you know the fit might not be great but if it's the sport for you generally you'll see in the second and third seasons that players that are invested in the game will invest in yeah because you're, you're investing in your safety as well so that's you can't really put a price on that um but yeah it's, it's not it's not the cheapest but generally teams will give 
give you um will give you the, you know a helmet they, they obviously won't give you a gum shield because that's you, don't, you can't share those um but they'll, they'll give you a helmet they'll give you pa- upper pads and they'll, so they'll give you all the, the the team colors and the inserts to go into your into your lowers but yeah and in terms of that like, because obviously it can't be easy to to source is it a case of some of this stuff you have to like order and then ship it in is it a case of there are retailers here where you can get that like how, how, how does that work yeah so there's, there's not there's not too many um well-known uh retailers obviously the big one is, is football america they they're a uk you know they, their shipping's quite good they're uk based um and they they do absolutely everything pretty much uh that, that you'll need to to even get going uh in britball helmets you know even even do stuff for for teams as well so you know like training like you know, everything from cones to chain markers to to goal posts and everything as well so football america uh is very much the, f- the first place you should go to make sure you know, to, to get everything you need to get uh, for, for the sport but outside of that I mean quite a lot of um, myself included I when I first played and did the first couple of training sessions obviously I wanted some of my own bits as well I didn't want to you know there's nothing worse than going into the into the locker room and finding out there's no helmets that are your size and so you either have to get one that's too big or too small and or you can get, you know, get a headache even before you hit the field but you know quite a lot of secondhand stuff um, is, is handed down I got secondhand um, shoulder pads they fitted fine again it's just to a very a fraction of, of the price it's just to see if you kind of if it's the game for you and then you can invest properly in in, in your own equipment like brand new from from guys like football america and there's also on top of that there's there's people like uh mark at hell mary hits there's a few other mm. places that, that that you know raise a lot of money and they do give teams like donations of equipment yeah. whether that's helmet and things like that so in those scenarios there's what teams that could have potentially more equipment than others because of what gets donated and then how would that go would that go to star players with a guy like how, how, how does that kind of get like filtered down yeah so i i think in terms of you know, there won't be any any team that buys a, a bit of specific equipment for a player it'll be just more of a case of for use or for for people like rookies or for people that can't uh, afford uh, afford it straight off the bat and again people that maybe want to try it first just to see if they do want to invest that so i think it's more of a safety net to keep the players you know people that come in through the door just to make sure they keep them there rather than you know having the option of having to turn them away because you don't have the equipment or you don't have pads you don't have helmets so people can't play um rather than rather than being player specific now whether you know in in the higher levels of 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 the game say team gb whether equipment you know people are always going to have their own equipment so um yeah I, I i don't see why teams would have the the ethos of of wanting to buy or trying to keep a play it's not it's not it's not like football where you you, you try and keep a player happy to, to stay at their club by buying them a, you know a brand spanking new helmet uh so they don't go and join a local rival uh, it's just more so that they can keep the keep the players that they have and it's just there just as a as a as a plan b so just on that is there a time where there is perhaps a shortage where you can't fulfill fixtures due to there not being enough so so part of the so when you when you apply to join uh, join the league you have to go through what's called an associate process and it's a very rigorous and I, I went through this with Dunfermline and Kings last year it's a very rigorous process where Baffa will come and assess you uh, to make sure that you have the sustainability and you have the everything running in the background to be able to operate for not just this you know the coming year and the year after it's it's for years and years down the line so you know stuff like equipment do you have enough equipment do you have 50 helmets do you have 50 you know sets of pads you know so if um, none of your players had the had the equipment would would you be able to supply them all to, to make sure that you can commit to fixtures to make sure that you can commit to to player safety so i don't i don't think there's going to be a team that are, that are in the league that would be 
uh, lacking in, in the equipment department because that's again it's a, it's a very rigorous process that, that teams have to go through to to join the league um, so obviously that's not that's not a, something that Baffer and their assessors are, are, are going are going to miss I, I don't think you, you're ever going to be in, in, in worry that there's not going to be enough equipment for, for players See I think and then players themselves is, is there always going to be enough is there ever a point where you've got a field of ringer or, or something like that I, I'm just fascinated by all of this to see the sustainability side yeah no i'll say so i'll talk about the associate process a little bit more so you know um so the year yeah when you sign up to the associate process um you're not you're not even guaranteed to be in the league as well so what happens is you have to play a requisite number of games usually about five or, or six i think we played at dunfermline you know a couple of home a couple of away and you know you what you get assessed uh, twice on, on on game days you get assessed by the referees so do do the players know what they're doing do they know how to play the game of football and yeah you know, does the head coach know how to operate during a game and you're also assessed by a, a baffer assessor so they'll look at you know have you put have you marked the pitch correctly you know is the is the location of the pitch you play on accessible for 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 teams and you know is it a good location is the the, the locker room facilities um are, are they adequate? You know, how do they handle officials? Do they uh, are they wait it well well taken care of? Um, and it, even just silly little things like you know, are the goal, goal posts um, you know in the, in the right direction? Are the are the chain uh, is all the equipment you have like the chain gang and um, you know all the pads on the, on the goal posts and the markers on the side of the side of the pitch are they all right? So it's a very uh, meticulously planned process. Um, and so you get processed throughout the year, and I, I think you have to hit a certain score. I, th- I think it's a very high percentage score as well. I think we were marked out of fifty-two or fifty-three, and I think you have to get over at least forty, forty-five to, or be marked at least good in in all of the categories that they assess. Um, so yeah, you can't you can't have ring you can't have ringers because they're all checked. So you, you you have a card check prior to each game. Um, to you, know, you call out the players, and then obviously they check like you would do. Like I suppose, like in soccer, you used to. I don't still know if they do it, but um, yeah, it, it, they make sure thoroughly that it's all above board, and that the team is in a position that they can sustain, uh, you know, player player activity. You know, because it, it doesn't take much for you know if you have five or six players that leave a, a football team, some some squads aren't are, are bare enough that those five or six players are integral to um, the, the continuation of the team. So they make sure that you know. Is there any other competition in in the area? You know, if you've got a team that are, are close by, is it right that you have two teams in close proximity fighting over players? You know, is there enough players to go between the two teams? Uh, and similarly, you know, if you're a t- if you're a team wanting to start up in the Shetland Islands, you, you're going to have a hard job because there's not going to be much of a player pool to start from uh, to to, p- to pick from as well. So, it, it, there's a general uh, sustainability aspect of their of the process that you have to go through, and they you know they have to tick that box that that Baffer are happy that you, you can sustain it because there's a lot of teams recently that have started up. Uh, and then dropped off after a couple of years because players have left because they've gotten older and you know, they've not got maybe a youth program to to help to replace those players. Okay, and so so based on that, then um, you're seeing teams that have dropped out, etc. Who are the the teams now so that people could go and generate some interest, maybe go and watch games? Uh, and obviously not this season. We'll get to that, but in terms of teams that they could uh, potentially follow, so what 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 are the the teams that are existing as it is standing now in the in the Britball universe? 
Yeah, so, is that, is that, so like I said, there's a, there's a whole host of teams. I mean, the best place that I well, I used to go and how I found Dunfermline and some other teams up in Scotland when I, li- I lived up there, I went over you know, to Double Coverage's website, dblcoverage.com. Um, they have a, an interactive map where you can look at loads of different teams from, from contact to flag to women's and they'll, you know, just stick your postcode in or your town and I guarantee you there'll be, a, there'll be a team within five or 10, 15 miles that you didn't even know about. Um, even if it's just a, a university team as well, that if you're a fan and want, and want to go to, uh, to, to support, um, generally what I, with with teams if you're a fan you you kind of support it's like the 80s and 90s or early days of, of soccer you kind of supported your local team and if you supported someone that wasn't local you'd wonder why they didn't support them but um yeah I, I'd, I'd encourage everyone to, to head over to double coverage and uh, rather than maybe searching google and typing in you know farnham american football because you might not get what you were looking for but um yeah double coverage website interactive map they they have absolutely every team covered in in the whole of of american football not just brickball but you know like say youth cadet um flag teams women's teams and, and adult contact as well so yeah pretty much that, that would be my first go-to place if you want to see what team is, is most local to you i think that's awesome i think that's uh, a really good resource and hopefully we you know people can get excited about the fact although there is no season this season due to the coronavirus it, it was recently announced so is that going to have a long-term impact on the league are they are they going to be able to continue like how's that going to work yeah i mean it's, it's going to be very interesting because like i say the the, the game isn't the most well-funded um in, in this country obviously it's, it's, it's not as high up in the pecking order as obviously the, the guys that play it would like it to be but um it'd be it'd be interesting to see not just financially whether or not how many teams kind of suffer um because it's generally relate, relying on donations and obviously volunteers so um even participation obviously i mentioned about you know some people you know, five or six people that maybe aren't hardcore american football players just wanted to try it out for a couple of seasons and enjoyed it you know with american football is going to be one of the last sports that get to play um after the, all this coronavirus stuff has, has died down so it'd be interesting to see how many players that are kind of half and half um you know kind of stay in the game uh, or maybe maybe go up and take golf or, or tennis or something that's a lot easier and more accessible. Um, it just remains to be seen, kind of the ripple effect, ripple effect from that. Uni, uni game should be okay because uni, uni game is, again, yeah, you, you've kind of got the same player pool for for each season. But you know, in terms of yeah, ripple, it, it could be interesting to see. I, I think you'll you'll see a diverse range of outcomes considering you know where you might be in the country uh, and maybe teams that are were already stretched to the bare minimum kind of maybe dropping out i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised to be, see a few casualties but then i wouldn't be surprised to see one or, one or two teams maybe starting up because because of that i think it's fascinating see I, i've learned a lot already because you just think how how something like this can keep running and and it's obviously through a lot of diehard supporters that i guess you didn't even really know about like i i, I can't name too many people i know that have played obviously i know you play and uh, i know a few people i know roger goodgroves is, is is sort of in in that world i know a couple of guys who play uni ball um but I just think it's amazing to think that this is like whole other it's almost like another universe kind of thing that, that's going on that i think a lot of fans who are new into the nfl probably have no idea exists it's kind of why i wanted to do this show so that okay there's not a season this season but there's still a chance to go and find out where your local team is and, and start to build those affiliations so that you can get to, you know, start to get to know it. Um, there's also been some sort of well-known, um, I hate the term famous, but, you know, I guess there's been a couple of famous people that have played and um, there are some current players who are well-known and and um, some previous ones. Um, who, who are some of the names who have been involved in the sport over over the recent years to try and get the 
the um, viewership up, as, as we say, uh, excluding yourself, of course. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, two, the two that spring to mind uh, for, for me, everyone, the one that everyone knows, obviously, Vernon Kay, he was a London Warriors player. He played, he played for years. Um, he, he's obviously one of the well, more well-known guys. I don't think he actually plays anymore. No, he doesn't. I don't remember him playing re- recently, no. Um, but obviously, he was a big... He was a big uh, air quotes attraction uh, to, to the game. We recently spoke to uh, George Reynolds, which was, he's, that was the son, obviously the uh, the Sky Sports anchor uh, Neil. Um, he he could be a, a, a name that could become quite famous. And say um, we can check out the interview we did with him. Uh, he he's a guy that could potentially go somewhere. Um, but in turn, it, it makes you laugh actually. I don't actually. I mean, I'm still in my infancy, pretty much of Britballs. So there's going to be there's probably going to be loads of people that listen to this podcast screaming, you know, the names of of people that are, are you know, maybe NFL guys or uh, guys that are, are famous in the sphere. But yeah, um, there's loads. There's loads of one thing I will say. There's a lot of characters and there's a lot of good guys in 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 this game. I say Jason Scott is is a well known guy in the industry might not be a guy that many people uh, know too much he's now the head coach of the of the GB Lions team but he spent a lot of time out in America coaching uh, college teams and, and all the rest of it as well so um yeah in terms of in terms of other famous guys I don't, I don't really know that that, that 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 many but um hopefully those those ones those names are, are, are well known that's good to good to know um absolutely and um in terms of um resources so you mentioned a few websites what are some other websites where um people can get involved in you know whether it's joining a club or just everything i know you've named some great ones but just uh what are all the resources where people get to be involved get involved yeah absolutely i mean there's loads of loads of different roles so uh, i've obviously mentioned britishamericafootball.org you can also uh, there's a there's a couple of decent facebook groups out out there I'll, I'll i'll give a shout out to the american football scene uk facebook group uh, run by freddie and, and, and jason um <laughs> freddie and jason's not normally a good a good set of names you want to put together considering the films that they could, they put out but um yeah they, 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 there's a lot of facebook groups there to, to help grow the game and say so once you've you've found maybe your local team I'm sure that team have a website and, and, a, and a Facebook page as well. So I'd, pre, I'd very much recommend you know kind of add add your name to those groups if you're if you're keen on on helping out and, and getting involved, but maybe not necessarily on the on the playing side. I know um, there's a lady called Susanna who's um, part of the uh, Bafra the Bafra gang. So Bafra stands for British American Football uh, Referees Association. So if you want to become an official and get involved in it and help the game that way, because you know officials is the unsung heroes side of the sport. You get some decent perks. You know some of them get selected to go and referee at the, the international series games, be part of the chain gang on that. So uh, I mean, if that's not a, a, a carrot worthy enough of trying to trying to dang, uh, to, to buy, it, I'd go and recommend to try and uh, try and be an official um, it's very very rewarding and you can do that over at bafra.org.uk b-a-f-r-a uh, I'll say if you're if you need a bit of guidance come and come and hit me up on on social media and I'll put you in the right direction but even if you say if you're interested in the game and can't play maybe you're a bit older and want to be a coach you can be you know uh, there's loads of different courses and loads of different accreditations you can have if you if you want to get inside of that kind of uh, of the ball that's BAFCA that's B-A-F-C-A for, for that one.org.uk um, you know, courses are pretty cheap um, and say so there's a lot of good and wise wise coaches in the game uh, that are more than happy to bestow their knowledge upon you and it's a very very welcoming uh, community so it's a if 
if you, if it's not playing that you want to do, but still want to try and do your bit f- to help grow the game, uh, you know, either be a fisher or a coach. Uh, those are the kind of two every avenues there. That's uh, that's amazing. And then um, I guess the last thing is to talk about the the full ten yards because you know you're well-known podcast so a little bit about for those who maybe who haven't tracked it what do you you know what do you talk about what different podcasts are there how does it all um you know how often are you on and uh, the types of guests you get you know for everyone who perhaps isn't very familiar uh, with the podcast who, who want to come and find more about Britball or just about American football in, in general yeah absolutely I mean we, we we cover the whole host the whole range of of um the whole different facets of, of American football. So, you know, we have uh, weekly podcasts of fantasy football, American football, and Britball is, is kind of sporadic and in, in time of the season. Uh, we're about to do a big series um, on, on that in terms of uh, deep dives with, with coaches coming on. But we, we, we generally have Britball weeks where we focus uh, and grow in the game and we get loads of interviews and so we get officials and, and guys uh, involved with the Britball game. Um, we cover college football, uh, say fantasy, uh, NFL, uh, absolutely everything and we even do a bit of, of betting on the side uh, generally well each branch that we have will do uh, a podcast a week we have loads of articles obviously on, on the website covering all those branches as well so even if you're only interested in kind of one facet of, of the American football family uh, we, we've probably got a few things that people might be uh, might be quite interested in so I'd, I'd encourage you to come and come and join me for my puns and my bad my bad dad jokes um <laughs> just just for those alone but um yeah we, we we try and cover a lot of different things but you know primarily i i like to talk about nfl uh, and try and grow the game the game on, on this side of the shore as well so um yeah if you if you guys anyone out there listening is, is like-minded and maybe even want to contribute as well more than happy to to have your voice and opinion and, and just to even have a conversation like i say the, the britball community are, are are a great one as well so always always welcome into my into my dms I think it's awesome. And uh, if you, can you give us anything in terms of what, what's going to be coming up over the over the next few weeks and months that you're going to be any guests or tease or anything you're looking to put out? Uh, okay, so yeah, so exclusive. I'm talking to uh, Zach Moore next week about uh, he's the author of Caponomics. He um, has done some books looking at you know the breakdown of cap cap space and how the how the NFL and teams manage cap and you know con- con- uh, common. Uh, misconceptions about cap space so look forward to having him like um, for, for the Britball series we're going to be doing a lot of positional breakdown stuff so uh, on Monday I'm speaking to a, a, a quarterback coach and we're going to be talking about how uh, you know what attributes are needed at a young age for, for a quarterback for, for people and we're angling it to you know those teenagers that are looking to play the game and you know trying to give them a bit more clarity and a bit more insight into what they need to work on and what they need to do to try and get ahead of the curve and get them um, rise to the, you know, their, their cream to rise to the top when it comes to standing out and, and making yourself a, a competent quarterback and so we're going to be doing you know offensive line wide receiver and that's all I say aimed at the Britball community. Uh, and then in the long in the long distant future, we're looking from the NFL side of things, we're looking at producing um yeah, taking inspiration from you, Murph, uh, with your with your fantasy playbook, which by the way, many congratulations with that. You've done a stellar job, uh, stellar job with that. But we're looking at producing a uh, an NFL guide for for the upcoming upcoming season. So that's still in its uh, early stages at the moment. But so uh, coming along quite nicely, shall we say. Well, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to get my hands on it and uh, looking forward to everything you've got going on. I'm a big fan of Zach, so he's a, he's an awesome guy. So um, love what you guys do. Always be a big fan. We've we've met up and, and talked and we always share and, and talk every now and again. So big fan of your podcast. Hope for people can uh, who haven't, but who haven't for whatever reason heard of you or be listening to you um, 
do enjoy this and and then decide to to come and follow you more and get more involved in Britball because I think we need more people, myself included, who need to start getting involved and and going to games. So um, absolutely appreciate everything uh, you do. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find your podcast, all your work, all your articles, absolutely everything that, that you do. Plug time. Uh, yeah, okay. So you can find me. Uh, I'm at Tim underscore Monk F10Y is my personal handle. You can follow uh, our main handle is for, uh, at Full 10 Yards on, on social. So on Twitter mainly is where you can find all, all of our good stuff. Uh, website full 10 yardscom Like I say, all the articles and stuff will go on there. We're in the kind of a, we have a YouTube channel as well, which we're going to start putting some more things on, but that's going to generally be uh, Britball interviews is, is going to be on there, but that's mainly where our betting side of things is, is going to, is going to hang out. Um, so yeah, come and come and join the fun. Come and join the fun, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, I I can't wait um, to keep following what you're doing and uh, appreciate everything you do. This will be a pleasure, uh, as always. We'll get you back on uh, when the season's on and uh, and talk a bit of uh, NFL. But appreciate the insight into everything you've uh, told us with regards to Britball. I've I've learned a lot. I hope everyone else uh, has done so. Appreciate everything, uh, mate, and uh, look forward to to catch up with you soon. Yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait for the day, Murph, where we'll be allowed to go meet up in the Liga Martin and Ashton and go for a go for a beer. Absolutely, bring back those days, eh? Yeah, definitely. We'll we'll definitely get those days together. Uh, appreciate everything, uh, Rush Nation. Appreciate you listening in. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Uh, have a lot of fun. Um, whatever it is that you're doing, just remember to be sensible, be safe, wash those hands. Uh, follow the guidance so that we can all get back to things normal. But until next week, Rush Nation, keep rushing. HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it. Testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.